1: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
0: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Making and releasing a great video game is one thing, but just as important as a game's quality, commercially speaking at least, is how it's marketed and sold to potential customers. It's a little surprise then that most games are advertised on the more conservative side, aiming to appeal to as broad a player base as possible and sell the story and gameplay elements most popular today. That's how we end up with situations like these 10 video games, which all ended up being a lot stranger than we expected them to be. I'm Jess from what Culture, and here are 10 video games way weirder than advertised. Number 10. Max Payne The original Max Payne was basically marketed on one thing. Do you like John Woo movies in The Matrix? In the wake of The Matrix's massive success, Hollywood couldn't resist but tirelessly replicate its groundbreaking bullet-time effects with wildly mixed results. And it wasn't long before the games industry got in on the fun, Max Payne being one of the first major video games to feature slow motion gunplay. It was a hell of a hook, though the game's advertising failed to give much of an impression of the game's dark, surreal heart, resting beneath its slow-mo heroic bloodshed. The marketing painted Max Payne's quest for revenge against those who murdered his family as a fairly by-the-numbers one, conveniently alighting the literally nightmarish manner in which it's presented in the game. Max is far more of a tortured soul than the action-centric trailers implied, addicted to painkillers and driven by nothing but a desire to murder those who took his wife and child away way. On top of the deeply unsettling and frustrating nightmare sequences, there are bizarre comic strip-asides featuring a character known as Captain Baseball Batboy. Because why not? Max Payne could have easily succeeded as a purely conventional revenge narrative, but writer Sam Lake had far more cerebral and unnerving concerns on his mind. Number 9 Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit, also known as Indigo Prophecy in some territories, is the project that helped put Quantic Dream and their interactive drama games on the map. Without Fahrenheit, we wouldn't have the more evolved and refined likes of Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls and Detroit Become Human. Fahrenheit was sold to customers as a supernaturally tinged murder mystery in which a man, Lucas Kane, is possessed and stabs a man to death in a diner bathroom. While controlling both Lucas and the cops investigating the case, plays must get to the bottom of the forces that made Lucas kill. Even with such a heightened premise, though, few could have anticipated the truly balmy directions Fahrenheit would go in its final few hours. Later on, Lucas begins to develop supernatural powers, resulting in a slew of hilariously over-the-top Matrix-inspired action sequences, which couldn't feel more at odds with the style and tone promised by the marketing. Throw in some additionally absurd twists and turns, namely shadowy rival clans battling for possession of a special child and an out-of-nowhere romance between Lucas and the female cop pursuing him, and Fahrenheit is orders of magnitude stranger than anyone expected. Sadly, in this case, the weirdness was more widely mocked than embraced, largely due to the jarring tonal shifts caused by major chunks of the game being cut during its rushed development. Number 8 Tomb Raider The original Tomb Raider was largely advertised as an Indiana Jones-esque adventure game with a strong emphasis placed on its now iconic protagonist, Lara Croft. Few who played the game on launch could have anticipated the strangeness that was lying in wait. If the appearance of a freaking T-Rex in the third level didn't disarm players, then the gradual shift into outright horror territory absolutely did. Near the end of the game, Lara faces off against a teenager on a skateboard in an area surrounded by lava, battles a giant legless elation mutant creature, and then final boss Natler just straight up sprouts wings. The Indiana Jones franchise has gotten plenty weird itself, but these alternatively goofy and horrifying divergences feel like major leaps away from the broader, more straight-laced adventure yarn audiences thought that they were buying. That's not to say that these odd affectations make for a bad outcome overall, but certainly represent a break from the expected, almost as if Eidos knew these aspects might alienate some, namely parents buying it for their kids. Number 7. Call of Duty Black Ops 3 It's absolutely fair to say that the Call of Duty franchise started to get noticeably stranger with the release of 2012's Call of Duty Black Ops 2, which began the series' overt pivot into futuristic and increasingly ridiculous sci-fi action territory. Even so, Black Ops 3's glossy marketing failed to imply how utterly batched Crazy and wildly out there, its infamous campaign mode would be. Even for the Michael Bay on steroids sci fi stylings of the prior few games, Black Ops 3 made a hard left turn to tackle subjects of transhumanism and the very essence of human existence. Though making heads or tails of the story isn't easy, at its most base level, it revolves around life's potential to endure in the virtual realm, and a malevolent AI by the name of Corvus. Yep presented in confusingly non-linear fashion to boot, Black Ops 3's campaign is surely the most divisive of the entire series, lauded for its creativity and mesmerizing visuals, but also lambasted for making such a violent departure from what fans expected. Either way, none of the pre-release trailers or gameplay footage made it clear that the story mode would be a deeply weird meditation on what it means to be human. Number six, Goat Simulator. Any game called Goat Simulator isn't going to be the most typical piece of interactive entertainment you'll ever play, but even so, this low-budget jankfest was nevertheless sold as a bit of an anti-game joke, an opportunity to goof around while playing as a goat without any major narrative goal developers Coffee Stain Studios made no attempt to hide the fact that the game was released broken and messy, instead embracing that fact and encouraging players to have fun with the unpredictable physics above all else. But beyond the sheer simple fun of taking a goat on a trampoline, players are able to transform their goat into the fabled Devil Goat by completing a pentagram ritual for a local cult. Yes, you heard that right the devil goat is effectively able to break the world's physics by sucking nearby objects into its orbit and also flying around the world uncontrollably. If nothing else, it adds a little more spice to a game that's otherwise relatively one note, if certainly entertaining for about an hour or two. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why
1: United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even
0: missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com.
1: Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness.
0: The original Mass Effect was largely hyped to Bioware fans on the promise that it'd be another epic action RPG from the studio, focused on delivering a world of unprecedented scope and creativity. Now, none of that was untrue, but the pre release marketing more or less glossed over its more interesting and unexpected elements. Of course, the media latched onto the player's ability to have interspecies sex, which, while incredibly tame, was nevertheless boundary pushing for the medium in 2007, but the excessive focus on that ultimately ignored Mass Effect's more adult and often unsettling ideas few of which were impressed ahead of release. These include the Reaper-created zombie-like husks encountered throughout the game, the sterility plague known as the Genophage, and its general tackling of humanist themes such as suicide, prostitution, addiction, racism, and mental illness. While the first Mass Effect may be rough around the edges, it's far more strange and thoughtful than suggested by its marketing, which was more intently focused on selling the epic planet-hopping spectacle and massive cast of characters. Number four, Echo the Dolphin. If you've never played Echo the Dolphin, it's fair enough that you may assume that the retro action-adventure game was a relaxing title in which you traverse the ocean as an adorable dolphin. Kids and their parents certainly thought as much when it first released back in 1992 because that's exactly how Sega marketed it. Except Echo the Dolphin is really a far more peculiar and even disturbing video game as the titular animal seeks revenge against an alien species known as the Vortex that seemingly devoured his friends and family. In a story that's bewilderingly similar to Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home of All Things, Echo the Dolphin centers around a war between Atlantis and the Vortex, culminating in a battle between Echo and the Vortex Queen, which not so subtly resembles a xenomorph from the Alien franchise. Throw in time travel, ancient beings, a vast underworld civilization of hidden prehistoric dangers, and this is far from the cuddly simple adventure it appeared to be on the ocean surface. Number three, Spec Ops The Line. Yes, we're talking about Spec Ops The Line again, but we gotta do it and honestly, I'm not even sorry. This game's the best. Spec Ops The Line is absolutely a case where keeping the weirdness out of the marketing was a good idea artistically, rather than simply for more cynical commercial reasons. Publisher 2K Games marketed the game as a totally typical, even generic, third-person military shooter, enough that it earned little hype pre-release and seemed like it was just another exercise in militaristic fetishism. But once reviews for the game dropped, it became clear that Spec Ops had far more on its mind than merely tooting the US Army's horn. The story is intensely focused around the impact of war on those involved in it, both the direct victims of American imperialism and the psychological toll that such violence depicts upon the U.S. soldiers themselves. Clearly heavily inspired by Apocalypse Now, Spec Ops uses some highly disturbing moments, such as the infamous white phosphorus sequence and some devilish sleights of hand, to make the player question their own participation, blindly following objective orders just as a real soldier does. Sadly, this cerebral experiment may ultimately have been the game's commercial undoing, as despite its bro-shooter veneer, it was a financial failure. Number 2. Bug Snacks. PS5 launch title Bug Snacks was advertised as a cutesy, harmless little adventure in the vein of Pokemon Snap, whereby players had to seek out and collect an array of colorful and delightfully weird creatures. As adorable and creative as the game's titular insect food amalgams were, beneath the child-friendly exterior lay a more unsettling truth. Though it was made clear pre release that eating the bug snacks caused mutations in the ravenous locals known as the Grumpuses, the real nature of the bug snacks themselves was far from what it seemed. Late in the game, it's revealed that the bug snacks are actually parasites, which cause anyone who eats them to become addicted until they themselves become bug snacks. Odder still, Snacktooth Island is itself made of bug snacks. While some canny fans and journalists did indeed suspect there might be something stranger festering beneath the surface, Purpose, few could have anticipated quite how body horror-centric bug snacks would ultimately be. If perhaps not quite disturbing enough to make it entirely unsuitable for children, the implications of its various revelations are still utterly horrifying. Number one, The Quiet Man. Despite being revealed with a mysterious teaser trailer at E3 2018, The Quiet Man was quietly sent out to die later that year by publisher Square Enix. The trailer suggested it was a cinematic beat-em-up whose unique hook is that it would unfold from the perspective of a deaf protagonist, Dane, with dialogue rendered inaudible to heighten empathy and understanding with him. And then the quiet man was released and beyond being panned into the ground for its clunky gameplay, was also met with confusion from most players for the implementation of its deafness gimmick. For starters, Dane's communications with other characters are never subtitled for players. So the idea that we're on the same level as him is patently bizarrely false from the outset. Add in the head-scratching decision to have the same actress portray both Dane's mother figure and love interest – sorry, David Lynch this ain't – you've got a concoction as patently odd as it is flat-out incompetent. The Quiet Man's overpowering strangeness caused many to compare it to Tommy Wiseau's cinematic train wreck, The Room. And in similar stead, the game has cemented its rep as a perverse, trash classic, no matter how unwaveringly terrible it truly is.